G'day, mate. I'm John. How you doing? You all right? Pretty good. Nice to meet you. I've had a gutful. I'm all always sitting here. Some little kid being touched up. What do you think about that? I don't think they should be doing that. I don't think they should be doing that, do you? Yeah. You want to go up again? Yeah. You're a national, mate. Your mum's gonna like this? Probably not, but who cares? <laughs> Do you mind if I stay over? Of course, mate. You ever shot a gun before? Feel good? So why not do something about it? Hello and welcome to the Sport You Wanna Watch Poorly Cast for Justin Cazell's debut feature film, Snowtown. I'm Ashley Hobley. Joining me today, Dylan Blight. Hello. Happy to talk about... Well, I guess I, I'm, I'm here. Let's talk about <laughs> fucked up things. You have emotions about watching this movie. Yeah. All right. Please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the pop themes and ending of a film. So if you watched it, come back later. Currently streaming on Stan or SBS On Demand, I believe, as well. Uh, so let's jump to our discussion of Snowtown, directed by Justin Cazell. Uh, screenplay by Sean Grant, story by Sean Grant and Justin Cazell, based on the Snowtown murders, starring Daniel Henshaw, Lucas Pittaway, and Louise Harris. A charismatic but violent predator takes his girlfriend's teenage son under his wing and makes him an accomplice in a murder spree. Uh, so you haven't worked it out. The reason we're covering this one is because Justin Cazell's next film, uh, Nitrum, is about to release... Uh, a story that is very much based on the story of Martin Bryant, because Nitrum is like Bright Martin, like spelled backwards. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, so yeah, we figured we'd go back and check out uh, Snowtown. Uh, Dylan, had you've obviously seen this one before? What do you think of this rewatch? Um, yeah, I watched this uh, years back, I guess, maybe a little bit after it came out. I really liked it. Um, and I I think it's really good. Still, I think it's a it's a Good movie. I think it's got really strong performances. I think the reason I can understand why people might not like it because it's just sort of, you know, I mean, it's, it's a true story. They don't really play it anything other than what it is. It's got a, it's got thematically, you know, you're dealing with pedophilia, um, incest, I guess, Sexual uh, abuse, rape, yeah. um, murder. Like, there's just like a lot happening mm. in this film, and it, it's. You know, I remember reading, there's like, I can't remember who it was, but one of the like standout reviews back in the day was someone like gave it zero or one or something and said it's like, um, you know, one of the worst things you've ever watched in his life or something like that. I think it was like the Sunday Herald or, you know, like some sort of newspaper or, or something. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I do think it's a really good movie. And I, as much as you can enjoy this sort of thing, like enjoy it as a film, obviously, I did quite enjoy this. And I think, um, so this was like the first Justin Kurzel, uh thing that, I watched obviously, and then um, I like I've liked everything else he's done that I've watched so far. I think right? No, oh, not Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, I don't write, but but other than that, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is my first time watching this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good, but it's definitely not a film that I want to go back and watch anytime soon. Um, yeah, obviously very violent and like a lot of. It's just heavy, like a heavy film. Um, it, it wasn't as violent as I thought it was going to be, I think. Obviously, there's a few graphic scenes, but really there's not a hell of a lot of violence in the actual film itself. Like, 
there's uh, implied violence. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you see the aftermath of the violence, but there's not actually much actual, like, actions of no. that kind of stuff. I feel like the fi- that's, like, s- sort of one of Which the big interesting because I'm like- reading the reviews after and people are like, it's such a violent movie. And it's like, really? There's not much. It's not like I mean, there's, there is there's violence, like-, like, I guess. Like, depends what you classify as violence, because I guess, like, watching someone get raped yeah, is I guess. violence as much that's as true. someone that's like- getting stabbed. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I guess that I'm looking at it from a traditional sense of like the violence, yeah. that kind of violence. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That that rape scene, I just like, I just get forward. To like, I kind of his brother. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of saw it where it was. It going. Goes like, like it goes on for like thirty. It goes on for like thirty seconds. Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's obviously I think Justin Henshell. Who plays uh, Daniel Henschel? Who plays uh, John? Is like, like one of those weirdly charismatic serial killer types. Uh, I think he really mm-hmm. does a good job of like, you kind of understand why someone like Jamie would be drawn to him, this weird yeah. pseudo father figure type thing. Um, and it's, yeah, I think it's in- an interesting look at like a dis- like a very disadvantaged portion of the country and like. What happens when, like, toxic masculinity and, like, working class people kind of, like, uh, I don't know, push to the edge and that kind of stuff. And, like, they feel like the the reason he's kind of, well, they never really get into why he's doing the things he's doing. Like, what triggered him to start murdering yeah, these. That's, that's sort of one of my complaints about the movie is, like, you, you have to sort of do your, your Google search after, you know, you look up the, the true story and you, you discover that he had, he was you know, raped as a kid and um, when he was young and whatever else. And that's obviously this scarred him for life to, and that's what sort of drives him as an adult to want to go out and sort of kill all these people and have such a sort of um, homophobic outlook. And, you know, like they're all monsters and all this sort of stuff. Like you, you can, the film never really draws that line instead of, I guess it just focuses more on just giving you the information that Jamie has and seeing how what he's given in front of him and how him as someone who's young and going through that would be drawn to someone who's just straight up, you know, throwing shit on that dude's the the dude across the the neighbor who Jeffrey you know, or whatever. started yep. film straight away, yeah, like takes all the the pictures of the kids and stuff, like just showing what he does to him. Like you can tell straight away how he gravitates to him as a yeah as that father figure. I, but I do think the film never sort of like glorifies what he does. It's just more of like, or in my opinion, I don't think glorifies. I don't think you like him. Um, I just think that you understand how a young person going through what they're going through without any other choice or any other adult figure in their life giving them an alternate option would be drawn to that person yeah Yeah. at least initially and then obviously there's this weird the relationship very much changes once he finds out that he killed uh ray and barry um Mm. like very much like after he gets involved he's like kind of a passenger and is kind of like, obviously, it, I think clearly I, uh, John loves the, the youngest brother the most. Uh, you know, the little one they throws the party for and everything. Um, don't know why. That's kind of an interesting 
thing, but and then picks on the middle one a lot. Um, and like again, the toxic masculinity thing of like punishing the kid outside, making him carry bricks, hold his arms out and stuff, and like dress in women's clothing with and weird kind of stuff. There's some other stuff throughout the film that they never quite explain. Like I never got why they decided to kill his brother at the very end of the film. Was that? I think they just they just go off. He starts, like, you see at that scene where he gets so deep down the rabbit hole of trying to sort of figure out and solve who he deems as, like, homosexuals or, you know, like, and all this mm. sort of stuff that there's that scene where he's sitting at that table and he's like, the nice shoes you got there. What are they? A bit fancy? How much do they cost you? And, like, and he's like, oh, then Jordans or whatever. And, like, I think it's so, it plays as he's like, oh, fancy shoes rich sort of white shoes are oh, it to me it comes off as or, and it's supposed to be him being like he's sort of then going oh this guy's gay like better kill him like that's the sort of, you know like he's so far down the rabbit hole that he's sort of just drawing lines to people based solely on what he sees and mm. you know like oh he, he's probably a, a a sicko as he would call them or you know something like that yeah that's how i that's how i take it as yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's an interesting comparison to make. Obviously, this film comes out 2011, 2010. Animal Kingdom comes out uh, and obviously gets far more acclaim and is like, obviously, like it's Academy Award nominated and that kind of stuff, but it's kind of mm. treading similar themes I mean, and like stories. Not really. I mean, of- this guy's a serial killer, right? So, like, this guy is like in jail. Ser- What's his name? I keep fucking forgetting his name. John Bunting. Um, sorry, John Bunting. Yeah. Um. So he's a he's a serial killer. Like straight up, that's what he's classified as. Like if you look him up, he's classified as a serial killer. I just think because of the way the film plays, you don't ever like it never plays him off as a you know. It's not like a classic serial killer, whatever. Yeah, yeah a classic serial killer. But ultimately, he is a serial killer. Like he's he's that's how he was that's how he was portrayed in the media. That's how he's you know he killed ten plus whatever how many people. Um, it's classified as a serial killer. Animal Kingdom was a criminal family. Nothing like, not like they're not like you know big drug empire. It's just it, all in all, what went down in Animal Kingdom and the the real people that it was based off. They killed cops. They killed two cops. Which not saying that's good. However, I think killing two cops isn't as like major as a serial killer in like, if I'm ranking the scheme of crime, um, not to say one's better than the <laughs> other, but you know, like as far as like headline grabbing attention, I guess. Yeah. No, but yeah, I think it's interesting. Obviously both feature a young person being thrust into an environment that involves people doing evil stuff, I guess, and kind of them mm. falling into the, that, that lifestyle, I guess, to a certain degree. Um, I think the other interesting thing about Snowdown is outside of Dan- uh, Daniel Henshaw, everybody else was a non-actor. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Justin Cazell uh, got people who never, like people from the local area around Snowtown, specifically the Daverin Park, to appear in the film uh, in the different roles because he thought it would feel more like, uh, it would make the film more than feel like a one-dimensional horror show than a tra- to a more tragic human story. Uh, and I thought, you know, I wouldn't have guessed. But, uh, you know, for the most part, though, these people hadn't done any acting before. 
There you go. Anyone can be an actor if you put your mind to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Snowtown? I feel like. Um, no, I think I just think it's a. I I would say because I know like when I suggested it mm. <laughs> for this, you was a bit like hesitant. Uh, yeah, uh, hesitant. I don't know if that's because you thought it was going to be more of like a fucked up horror movie or whatever. But yeah, it's if you have been hesitant or whatever, it it's a hard watch. But if you're just afraid of gore or something like that, it's not. That's not really what you're getting here. No. And then everyone should go watch True History of the Kelly Gang because <laughs> that was the best movie of 2019. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, obviously, his interest in, I guess, like, the subject matter of the films he's done so far. Um, Australian criminals or would-be criminals? Yeah, Australia, or- like, notorious Australian criminals. Mm. I, I'd say Ned Kelly is maybe on the lower scale, but it's hard to say because, obviously, we're so many years removed. It's like, how many, did you ever how, watch that? You never no, I never it, got around to watching it. Oh, Why didn't I make you watch that? Why didn't I just come up with an excuse to rewatch? True I don't History know. Kelly Gang? Fuck that. That's a very good question. Um, see, well, True History of Kelly Gang, I guess, is, is a little bit different than this and yeah, Knit Tram. Well, I haven't more. watched that yet, so it's hard to say. But like, this is more just straight up biography, you know, like true story type thing. And True History of the Kelly Gang is the complete opposite of the title where it's um, more folklore based. Like he's... Like, sort of, that's one of the big negatives people have with the movie is he takes a lot of liberties. Um, it's yeah. not a straight-up biography of Ned Kelly. You don't. Heath Ledger's Ned Kelly or whatever. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So, are you anticipating Nitrum? Are you wanting to go see that in cinemas? I, if, I really want to watch it. you can in As bad as that sounds. Yeah. Like, I, I actually think, I think it might be playing at indie. I'm hoping it is. I do really want to watch it, obviously, because I'm a fan of the director first and foremost, so I'm keen to see um, his next one. I mean, it's ultimately, it is literally me going, it's as simple as, no matter what the movie was, I'd be like, oh, my favorite movie of 2019, that director, his next movie is coming out soon. Mm. So, of course, I want to watch yeah. it. Like, that's kind of what it boils down to, at the, the simplest form. But then there is a degree of, like, I live in Tasmania. I It's based on Port Arthur. Like, we were, t- you know, you hear it growing up here, obviously, it's one of the things that was talked about a lot when I was a kid, you know, like it was in school. Like, I was, I don't know, however old I was. Like, I was alive, but I wasn't, like, old. I was, I don't know, like, mm. five, but I don't know, whatever I was. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, it's definitely, like, a subject matter I'm interested to see portrayed in the film. But, yeah, I, I, most importantly, it just simply comes down to me being director of my favorite movie of a couple of years ago is making another movie. I would like to watch that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, let us know what you thought of Snowtown and like send us your thoughts on Nitrum uh, by going to explosion.com slash Twitter and let us know on Twitter or jump to a Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at What Do You Want to Watch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or tell people about the show. And if you like this episode, throw us with a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, keep watching stuff, I guess. You coming, mate?